Hello and welcome to the Relationship Breakthrough Show from Aligned With Love. I'm Matt. And I am Rebecca. This is the place for people to have a magical, loving, intimate relationship. Thanks for joining us now. Let's get started. As a partner in an intimate relationship, you do you ever say to yourself, don't bother, don't rock the boat? Do you ever think, don't trust men, uh, don't express your feelings, that's for we people? Do you find yourself walking on eggshells when you are with your partner? Do you ever feel bored and irrelevant when things are mellow and calm? Do you find your partner very loving but very boring at the same time? You can't enjoy times of peace and tranquility because you have a knot in your stomach from anticipating the worst. Do you feel like you never know what is going to happen next because of how unpredictable your partner is? Have you ever found yourself grabbing a handful of cookies, a bottle of wine, or doing something compulsive when you felt upset, sad, or scared? Today, we have our welcome guest, Tina Kasik, who defines herself as a vibrational communicator and who is going to bring clarity to all these and many more challenges that we can all encounter in our relationship with our intimate partner. Welcome, Tina. Thank you for joining us in our Relationship Dexter show. Thank you very much, Rebecca. And thank you uh, for having me here. I appreciate it. Yes, you're very welcome. I'd like to ask you the first question, Tina. Tell us a bit about what you do and how you came to this work that you do. Well, uh, I will start with uh, my experience with my life. I played lots of drama in my relationship with myself, with my children, my husband, and my wider family. And uh, so many dramatic situations that I was involved in pushed me to find a solution for my terrible life where I felt like a helpless victim. I experienced uh, a high intensity in my relationship and uh, I had to find a solution that will help me to feel easier, you know, that will help me to uh, reinvent went my life in the sense of uh, having more peace and no more drama. And through the victim journey, I learned about three roles in the victim game. And uh, also I found methods that helped me to break free from victim mentality. And uh, at the end to tune into a life filled with harmonious relationships. So now I help other people to do the same because I could do it. You know, anyone can do it. Anyone can live drama free. So what happened? I experienced many traumatic events. Uh, and these traumatic uh, events, I, I will just say uh, briefly, um, I lost uh, my baby. And uh, also I felt very helpless and uh, like a, 
really powerless victim. And also I experienced uh, experience, uh, the role of mother who can't help her baby. I gave birth to a daughter and she's disabled. So she had uh, seizures and uh, cried a lot and whatever I did, nothing worked. So uh, I experienced how it is to be a martyr mother. And in some moment, I turned into uh, a villain, you know, through, because all of that pain, that pain turned me in an abusive mother. So I have the experience of abusive mother. And uh, I also experienced the extreme rage toward my partner because uh, he stole something, some money from me. He lied me and he gambled. So, uh, yeah. And I also had to experience... Uh, uh, the devastating relationship with my own parents because they they wanted to help me but but they couldn't help me so i uh, i had to break free from their uh, pressure so i experienced extreme level of inner and outer pressure and much more and my job so th this from my experience came these things i do and my job is to give people a hand by helping them to clear emotional intensities and uh, to remind them that all answers are within them. You know, all answers are within you. We came from the same source. And also we agreed to know ourselves as players in the victim game. So my job is to remind people that... Uh, we are playing all three roles in a drama, in a drama game, victim game. And the what can we do to stop playing drama, to experience harmonious relationship? It is to uh, realize that we play the role of abuser, uh, savior, and uh, victim. And just to step out of drama, to be aware that we are players so we can rebuild our life and uh, create harmonious relationships. That's basically how I came to uh, what I do. <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> wow, that sounds like you become very experienced to drama and to become drama free from certain challenging situations. It's a common thing to, to experience drama as a child and then to attract dramatic relationships or create them in our lives as you were saying i certainly resonate with that my next question to you would be why does it seem so strongly that the feelings of discomfort that we feel in our intimate relationship with our partner are their fault why is it so natural to put the blame on our partner instead of doing something else more effective and healthy uh well, you, you, you just uh, gave us the point where it all originates, you know, in our childhood. So um, the, the feeling of discomfort, uh, we learned. We learned by watching what our parents do. So if our parents play the drama game and they definitely played it in my house the drama game was played in a collective consciousness you know collective uh, things what what are uh, happening collectively the drama drama game is played every way the drama game is played 
And because we are stuck in the drama or victim game, uh, we constantly switch between all three roles, victim, abuser, and savior. And uh, that is the reason why we feel discomfort, why, uh, why we blame our partner for uh, hurting us. And the blame, okay, the blame game, specifically the blame game is an aspect of an abuser role. It is the aspect of the victim that lashes out because of feeling inferior, helpless, and out of control. And the victim blames, blames everyone for her, uh, you know, powerlessness. I will just uh, explain how I discovered that in my uh, life. My baby was crying, 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 and what, no matter what I did, nothing worked. You know, and from that powerlessness, from that pain, uh, pain because I couldn't help her. I blamed everyone. I blamed doctors. I blamed the, uh, you know, the society why they didn't uh, found out the cure for her. Why no one can help me? I blamed the whole world, and by blaming the, the whole world, I was feeling even more helpless and uh, more pain and in one moment I became you know that helplessness became turned into an anger and I just uh, watched myself shaking her oh just stop just stop and then I realized what I was doing and just uh, left I left the room and in that moment I realized that I turned from victim helpless victim into abuser and what the abuser or villain does, blames everyone for his or her, um, uh, you know, bad things in life. And that's why we do in uh, our relationship with our partners. I blame you for hurting me, for feeling, because I feel, uh, you know, I feel hurt. And what blame does, by blaming you, I'm... I turn into villain, you know, uh, telling uh, bad words and everything that goes with the blame game. So that's uh, why we have uh, uh, discomfort triggers in our relationship because we play all three roles. That makes a lot of sense, uh, Tina. And this leads me to the next question. Can you briefly explain to us why people are stuck in drama triangle, as you are explaining, and why it's so difficult to create healthy relationships? There are three main reasons why it happens. The first reason is because most of humanity is stuck in drama game. As a collective, we all agreed to play that game and we are playing it from the first day of our incarnation, from first day we came to Earth. Although it is hard to accept that someone would choose to experience pain, suffering and separation, and let, it, let me be clear, pain and suffering are not something that is good. However, at the higher level, our souls made decision to explore what would it be like to experience darkness, you know? The source separated itself to know itself better, to love itself more. And good news is, uh, 
It is an old paradigm. This blame game, victim mentality, scarcity mentality, separation, darkness, pain, suffering, it's an old paradigm. And we can choose differently. We can choose to learn from light with ease and joy. We can choose to explore freedom, unity, and we can clear all, all burdens and unresolved issues that keep us stuck in drama game. That is first reason. First reason is because uh, the whole humanity plays the drama game. And basically the most humanity doesn't know, it's not aware that you know we play that game. And the second reason why people are stuck in drama game is because people, you know, we are not aware that we play it. That is the second reason. We are not aware. We don't know the rules and we are not aware that the game even exists. It's like we are fish in a lake and we are just swimming in the water and the water is drama, you know, drama game, victim game is water. We are swimming, swimming, and we are not aware that we are in the water because we don't know anything else exists. So we are not aware. That is the second reason. And the third reason why many times, in spite of numerous years working on ourselves, we still cannot break free from the drama game is because we don't clear all aspects of victim inside of us. And why we don't clear is because we are not aware that we switch between all three roles in drama game. For a long time, it's, it was hard for me to accept that I'm the one who is abused, you know, who is poor victim, and also the one who abuses, who shake. I shake my baby. I turned into villain. And I'm also played the role of savior. Why? Because I couldn't, and that's many people do, I, I noticed that, I couldn't help my daughter. So instinctively, I... Uh, gave uh, advice for other people. You know, I, I, I wanted to save the whole world. Of course, I was not aware what I was doing. And uh, in our community, in our society, it is accepted, it is okay to owe poor victims. It is okay to be a superhero, to be a savior. Oh, he saves everyone, you know. He has such a big heart. However, the third role that is the most hidden and no one wants to own it, it's to be a villain, to be abuser. And because we do not own that, we are stuck in the drama game. So important is to heal all three roles and to step out of playing that uh, crazy game. <laughs> yeah. I love how you are explaining everything, Tina, definitely. I, I love your passion. I love your curiosity. And also how you are pointing at the very little, subtle details, like the, real, the need to realize that we are also being the abuser because it's so easy to clear out beliefs from the other two roles how about the abuser no one likes to be the abuser but how many times do we perform that role and as you were saying we just don't realize and we are doing it as well and then we think that we are good nice people but we also sneakily can definitely play that role as well could you give us an example of how we play the game with ourselves that game with ourselves 
Yes, it's very interesting. So I will show you how you abuse yourself. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I definitely did that with myself. So uh, let's say I will just uh, give an example that uh, can many people relate with. So let's say you feel out of control with food, like a helpless victim. And then you decide that you're going to rescue yourself by going on a diet. It, can you just uh, detect that you uh, switch the role from a victim, you feel like a helpless victim out of control with food, and then you decide you are going to rescue yourself Monday, I start with a diet. And usually it, it doesn't work. And when it doesn't work, you become angry. And then you begin to persecute, to abuse yourself by feeling guilty. Oh, and you know, all of that crazy stories and uh, sentences that are rolling in your head. Oh, you're so pathetic, pathetic. Oh, you're so fat. How could you be so dead? No wonder no one wants to uh, be with you in relationship. You know, you're so worthless. You know, all of that bad sentences and bad thoughts by uh, having, we are abusing ourselves. So what happened next? After you have persecuted, abused yourself enough, you end up right back in the victim position, feeling helpless. Oh, nothing works for me and more out of control than ever. You know, oh, poor me, whatever I try, nothing works for me. So you start to pity yourself and you're again back in a victim role. And of course, then you uh, start again, you know, a new year, this year will be the year I will be healthy, I will start new diet. So you just jump around the circle with yourself and don't even need anyone else to play the game with you. So that's an example how you play it with yourself. That's such a great example and so common as well. People have so many issues with their diet and their weight, certainly women, uh, very, very, this is very important for them. Yes, particularly when they are dating. How about an example, Tina, of how people do it in relationships with others? Okay, before I... Uh come to that question, I will just uh, say uh, what is very important in cases uh, with uh, displaying uh, the waiting game with yourself and what I usually do. Yeah. Uh, be kind to yourself. You know, just be kind because you will eat that cookie whether you punish yourself or not. So if you already ate that, just don't punish yourself. Go, okay, okay, that's okay. Stop punishing yourself. It is very, very, very important. And now I will show you an example how people do it in a relationship with others. Hello. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that is uh, how I did it with my daughter. And uh, I, I actually explained you. You know, she, uh, my daughter is uh, now eight and a half and she's disabled. She cannot sit, walk, talk. And I felt out of control with my daughter's incurable disease, like a helpless victim. 
And then I decided that I'm going to rescue her by finding a solution to her illness. Yeah. No, we tried the diet, we tried the lots of supplements and everything. However, nothing worked. And when nothing worked, I became angry. And I began uh, to persecute, persecute myself by feeling guilty. You know, beating myself. And at one point, after years of trying and failing, I caught myself lashing out my anger toward her. So I became abuser. And you know, she was, that's the moment I already explained to you, but it's import, important just to realize. And so, because maybe you will be in similar situation and maybe it will help uh, what I did. Uh, she was crying for hours and I was so exhausted and tired. I felt extremely helpless, desperate, furious, sad, bitter, mad, you know, all of that at the same time. And I started shaking her and saying, just stop. And I have to mention that sometimes these uh, this really intense emotions can be very devastating. So it is very important to become aware, oh, wow, of your emotion, oh, what I was doing. And uh, in one moment, I became aware of what I was doing, and I just put her in her bed and run out to call myself. So next time, what I suggest, suggest and that uh, helped me, so it could probably help you. When you feel like out of control, when you feel so angry, like you want to destroy the whole world or or you just want to say, you know, to insult someone, just take a deep breath and let it go because it's not you who, uh, who are doing that. It's just the role, you know, you are not the bad guy, bad, uh, bad woman. It's just the role you played. You are divine being. Remember, you are pure love. So, these are just unconscious role. So it is good to take a deep breath. So, uh, yeah, in that moment, I became afraid of myself. It wasn't me. Like I'm saying, it's not you. It's, it's not you. You know, it was somebody unrecognizable, my darkest side, my abuser role. And that was a break point when I realized that I had to stop searching solutions for her basically stop rescuing her and to help myself. That's the time, the moment I resolve, okay, you have to sort yourself out. So that realization was a key. It was not about her. I can't change her. However, I can change myself. And, and my reaction to our things, situation and people in my reality, that is I what I can change. So what I did next, uh, I took the responsibility for my own wounds. I did whatever it takes to heal it. And my journey brought me to a compassion key, uh, you know, that's uh, giving yourself a compassion for uh, what's happening in your reality. And things started to uh, be lighter and lighter. So that's basically how I played uh, the role you know, the victim game with my daughter. So uh, the first step is to recognize you play it. And the second step is, okay, it's not you. 
you are not a vic uh, uh, victim, you are not abuser, and you are not the savior, or you are a divine being. And just become aware of it. And, oh, wow, I'm playing that game. Okay, I can choose to stop. So the, uh, in your relationship, uh, you can uh, see that. And, of course, you can turn it uh, to become very, very beautiful. And that's what's, what happened to me when I realized that game, how I play with other people, specifically with my daughter. Yeah. So that was uh, my explanation, what, how I played it with my daughter. And of course, I played with my husband. <laughs> so, you know, you know, uh, I'll just say you briefly uh, example uh, how it happened uh, in my house when I was a child. Hmm. My dad used to um, to come home and not speak with others. Some, some, something happened, you know, he was in not good mood. And when my mom or we asked, okay, dad, what happened? Nothing. Leave me alone. And he wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't speak with us for uh, like uh, three, four days, right. sometimes even week. Yeah. You know, that's also being uh, abu abuser role. And what we try to do, I tried, I did whatever I, I could just to cheer him up and nothing worked. Right. So we walked on an eggshells not to disturb he, you know, his mood. So that's how in uh, our family, the... Um, victim game is played and my family was relatively normal you know I was not uh, raised my father was not an alcoholic he was like a normal father let's say normal if someone is normal here <laughs> in this world <laughs> I see <Yeah>. that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right I, I I always say that if you are not normal then you're good to go in this world <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you want to be normal yeah Thank you, Tina. What would you say that are the most common triggers between couples? So, uh, what I learned that the most common triggers originate from not feeling enough, not being enough. And because I don't feel I'm enough, I need you to make me feel whole, to make me feel enough. So, uh, I seek to fulfill the need of feeling enough from without, from my partner. And since the victim game is a part of the ego structure, we will never feel enough. You know, we never feel enough. And I try to find myself in my partner, but I never succeed in it, of course, because we are playing the victim game and because it's an ego consciousness. And at the end, we end up feeling lost and abandoned, unfulfilled needs. It's simply the way the game is played. You will never ever, uh, your partners will never ever fulfill you. And that's triggered because you expect from your partner, you know, to, uh, to fulfill your needs and he can't do it because you are the only one who can feel whole from within. And in our relationship, with our partners, we look, we expect that our partners will make us whole. You know that song, make me whole again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's right. Wow, it happens so much in relationships. This uh, this game, you know, these different roles, and it's it happens all the time that we are constantly being triggered, and we believe that we are triggered by our partners. But as you were saying, what is going on underneath? What is behind? Yeah. So yeah, what? How can we break this cycle then, Tina? Uh. I can uh, tell you that you are definitely breaking this cycle by listening this podcast. Mm -hmm. Because now you are aware that you play that game. So that awareness uh, penetrate, penetrates your own awareness. And uh, you are aware that it's nothing personal, that you are not the bad guy. You, you just play the role of a bad guy. And because you are aware that you play that role, you can consciously choose, oh, I'm tired of that role. I want to play something else. So it's awareness in now moment. And one more thing. When you, uh, you go through your day, when you experience some triggers, you have... You, you, now you already have that experience and uh, knowing that it's not about that uh, other person. It's all about you. And that is the good thing. Because if it is all about you, then you can resolve it. You have the power to reinvent your life, to step out of uh, playing the victim game and to claim your sovereignty and freedom. <laughs> yeah. That sounds quite empowering, Tina. I love it. And I love it as well because awareness is the is one of the very first things that we teach in our program, in our relationship breakthrough program, in the seeds of love, awareness. Because without awareness, how many times we can get caught in trouble? Simply like when uh, when a person is drinking and we get drunk and we are not aware, we lose our awareness. We don't know what's going on. We are at the mercy of the people around us. And then we we fall into the victimhood position. And what who drank that glass of wine? Was it our yeah. partners or was it ourselves? Well... Uh, about uh, drinking the glass of wine, if uh, we are in a relationship with uh, alcoholic, we are definitely in a victim game. And uh, alcoholic, our if it's our partner, we have choice whether we are going to enable him to drink by tolerating that kind of behavior. And, you know, trying to save him and feeling like a helpless victim and that the, the guy that was drunk uh, when he sobered and he brought us flowers and he, oh, I love you so much. Okay, maybe he really loves me. So we are in the dead circle. Uh, in that moment, we have to choose if we are going to support his drinking or we are going to uh, stop that. And here is one good uh, example why I love compassion, self-directed compassion. Uh, 
because your partner doesn't have to change. Well, well, if you have a partner of alcoholic or, uh, or kind of uh, drug abuser, he probably won't go, uh, won't be able to come with you to a spiritual retreat or to this uh, retreat, couple retreat. Maybe, but mostly not. So what you can do, you can give yourself compassion. I'm so sorry he drinks. You know, in a third person, your higher self is giving compassion to wounded part of you. And you feel that feelings, all what rise, you know, like a helpless victim, ah, so mad at him and whatever. And when you clear yourself, then your partner will either change, that happened with my partner, or he will um, disappear from your life. In every case, your life will be definitely better. <laughs> I guarantee you <laughs> it works. That That's way, right. I love it. Sometimes, you know, some clients tell me, Tina, but Rebecca, why does why does my partner keep lying to me? You see, and you can really spot the victim who the victim's language. He keeps lying yeah. to me, and I look at the at the lady, and I am thinking, I mean, you're feeling anger towards your partner. And what else could you be feeling? As you were saying, Tina, compassion. Because that person who is drinking so much, losing their job, uh, destroying the family, uh, losing themselves, their health is getting into trouble. Does that person deserve anger or deserves compassion? What certainly can help them most? Anger or compassion? Well, uh, basically, uh, your partner is your own reflection. I can. Uh, I used to say myself, I recognize my reflections in the world. So, uh, and uh, why I'm saying that because uh, I know what how it feels, and I know what it is because I was in a relationship with partner uh, where I felt you know, lied to and uh, stolen from. So I, I know what, uh, what it is. And it's not about uh, being compassionate and angry toward him. It's about being compassionate toward yourself. You are giving yourself compassion because he lied to you. So what I used to say, I'm so sorry he lied to you. I'm so sorry he stole from you. I'm so sorry he hurt you. I'm so sorry his darkness is stronger than your light. So I'm, I was giving myself compassion, you know, because he's my reflection and something in me, there is something in me that needs to be healed. And when I heal that part, of me, my whole reality started to change. And now I'm with the same partner. I'm different and he's different. He just reflects me, my inner state. And uh, yeah, it's nice. I love, that. I love that, Dina. That's actually the point. Can we feel compassion towards our partners if we are not feeling compassion towards ourselves? Yeah. 
It's easier to be angry at our partners than to be angry at ourselves. It's easier to blame our partners for our misery, you know, our uh, terrible life, than take responsibility. That's right. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, I got another question. What is the main role of our feelings? Because you talk all the time about your feelings, our feelings. What is the main role of our feelings? And why do we need to develop a close relationship with them? Uh, we need to develop a very close relationship with our feelings because feeling is healing. Feelings are doors to our subconscious mind and cellular memory where vibrational imprints of previous drama are stored. And um, so now you may be angry at your partner. However, you are reacting from your previous memories. That means if you, in your childhood, experienced, uh, let's say, abusive father, then you are reflecting that memory, you will probably attract abusive partner in your uh, life because when you were very, very young, you learned that abuse pay or pain equals love. So that's subconscious, that's, that's so hidden, that's in cellular memory, that's so, so deep. So you will seek love in the form of pain. You know, so you will probably attract the partners that will cause you pain. Situation is in your life that will cause you pain because you learned uh, pain is love. And you probably won't be willing to give up of pain because that will mean that you will be giving up of love. And uh, your emotions are doors. So when you open the door, that door, not, not escaping door, because many of us just want to uh, shut that door and uh, stuff it with, uh, you know, donuts and alcohol and everything. We, we just don't want to open that door because we, we are afraid if we open that door of our feelings, it will be, oh my God, you know, a horror movie. However, it is very important to uh, open the doors to subconscious mind. Uh, so that we clear drama and trauma and all of that uh, collective memory imprints from our DNA. So feelings open us to the delete button that deletes vibration that do not serve us anymore because we are entering new reality based on abundance, sovereignty and freedom and everyone is responsible for their feelings. No more drama, no more blame game, no more shifting our power onto some, someone else. And it's springtime. No, it's time to clean our house and our body, our emotion, that's our house. So it is uh, very important to clean our emotions so we can liberate ourselves from past programming, from past experience. And uh, we can uh, live our life uh, drama-free in. Uh, you know, in peace. That's right, Dean. I love it. So it's super, super important. It's actually key to feel our feelings, to heal them, which I'm healing. 
I'm hearing, which again, that's another one of our seeds of love of the Relationship Breakthrough Program, which is embracing. I love, I love it. You, you really nailed it. Feel your feelings to heal, it, to heal them. But then why is it so difficult for some people to allow themselves to feel their own feelings of discomfort? Uh, first of all, it's discomfort. So um, it's very challenging to to uh, to say yes to something discomfort. And uh, we also learned that uh, feeling is not safe because when we were ch uh, children, uh, when we expressed our feelings, like let's say we expressed anger then our parents would probably beat us and say, go to your room, shut, go to your room. And whenever we cry, when let's say boys cried, said, oh, don't be a, such a sissy. You know, don't cry. Don't show uh, your uh, emotions. So what you learned, it is not safe. It is not allowed to show your emotion. It is not allowed. It is not good to be who you truly are. And we were programmed that way. And that's why we watch television. And that is the core of addictions. We watch TV. We just escape from our feelings, from ourselves, because feelings connect us with our true identity, who we truly are. And we learned it is very dangerous to be who we truly are. It is very dangerous to feel. So we avoid it to all costs. That's right. I loved it, uh, Tina. Feelings are almost the key to, to heal any, any relationship pro uh, problem that we have. But we don't want to feel them because... It's painful, it's scary, we don't want to go there. And what do we do? We numb our feelings, we pretend we are happy, it's not as important, we get busy with other stuff, and before you know, it's too late. Or is it not too late? What do you think, Tina? I believe it's never too late. <laughs> it's better ever than never. <laughs> So, yeah, it, it doesn't matter if you have, uh, you know, 70, if you're 70, 50, 40, 20, it doesn't matter. Uh, what I learned when and what I firmly believe that you are at the right time at the right place. So if you listen to this, you're perfectly there where you should be now. So everything is just as it should be. So we can relax. <laughs> I love it. What would you say to a woman, Tina? And I have a lot of this in my day-to-day -day work. What would you say to a woman whose partner does not want to work on their intimate relationship challenges and is feeling so unhappy? Well, uh, I would say to those women, I know uh, I, I, I've been in your shoes. I know how you feel. And uh, I know that whatever you do, nothing will change your partner. And whatever you do, nothing will make your partner work on himself. So please stop <laughs> trying to uh, ask your partner to change. You are the one who is responsible for your own life, for people in your life, 
for your partner. And the only one uh, who you can change is you. So instead of, instead of focusing on your partner, all that energy you wasted on other people, you know, to saving them or whatever, just focus on you, on yourself and enjoy every single moment. Be in a moment. Embrace the joy because remember, you are divine being and you are connected with the source and you can change your reality it is the truth however it starts it starts with you that's right. <laughs> yeah i loved it tina how can people get in touch with you how can they find you um thanks for asking my website website is tenatsatsits.com it's like T-E-N-A-C-A-C-A-C dot com. And you can uh, find me on a Facebook. Uh, I run a closed group, Magical Relationship Secrets, where I share, share information uh, for um, monthly free energy clearing and learning group calls. And uh, that is Facebook, and that's basically it. And when you, uh, I, I believe, yeah, I have to rewrite, uh, I have to finish this website. It's not 100% um, finished, however, it will be. And uh, you can subscribe to my mailing list where you will get uh, 20 free lessons uh, to break free from drama and uh, to have uh, magical relationships. You know, in 20 lessons, you will learn about drama game, all three roles, and why people behave like they behave. So you can subscribe to a free course, uh, Victim Game Uncovered. I love it, Tina. Thank you so much for all your experience sharing it with us today here for your wisdom, your journey, all your tips. And I'm definitely going to be in contact with you and share all this amazing, everything you've shared with us, with my clients, for sure. <laughs> thank you so thank much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Rebecca. And thank you for having me here. It was my pleasure contacting and connecting with you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, that's all for today. Thanks again for joining us. And please remember to subscribe and to leave us a review. Who could you share this episode with that needs to hear this message? Share this episode and remember that the quality of your relationship determines the quality of your life. See you on the next episode.